of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. My guests today on Lincoln Live are involved with Lincoln's STEM ecosystem. STEM stands for science, technology, engineering, and math. Kaylee Hogan-Schnitker is the Lincoln Partnership for Economic Development Director of Talent Strategy, and she is one of the co-chairs at this point for STEM, and James Blake is also here. James started Lincoln's STEM ecosystem back in 2019, so James and Kaylee, thank you both for taking time to explain STEM. For many people listening, the first time they have heard of STEM in Lincoln, although it is three years old. So, James, I'm going to start with you. Explain the need for STEM three years ago in Lincoln. We had all the ingredients here in Lincoln. We were getting ready to propose a bond issue for Lincoln Public Schools that involved more focus programs. Um, I also direct and am principal of Science Focus and Arts and Humanities. So we put the A in STEM, which we could talk about. Um, But to do a focus program, you need real community projects. So kind of selfishly from the school side, we needed businesses, we needed nonprofits, we needed university to help make that a reality. Um, I proposed proposed that to our superintendent, Dr. Joel, found out nobody else was doing this yet. Um, We had a group that was kind of doing STEM coffee chats that had senators such as Anna Wishart. We had Lincoln Chamber of Commerce at the time. And so I proposed it to that group. They didn't run away. We put in our application and we became part of that global network in 2019. But we are definitely new and we're still building it. Science, technology, engineering and math. Why those four subjects? I would say that those have the most job growth um, as we look and as technology continues to expand and our infrastructures are changing. um, They're going to be highly needed more than ever. Explain the relationship, because there is a relationship here. It obviously involves the schools. It obviously involves business. How can business foster an educational curriculum that benefits them, but yet stays within the school structure? We had a great example this summer. So if you would have asked in the first year, I would have sweat a little bit. But we had a local, or a local company who's global, Neogen. And they approached us and wanted more workers. They're doing things across the world and students just don't know about it. So what we did, and I kind of acted as the liaison, was made a teacher boot camp. So we had three high school biology teachers come work at the company. We also involved Southeast Community College professors and we helped them make that into curriculum they'll take back to their high school classroom. So now instead of teaching a lesson on just DNA, Um, These teachers are going to have the option to have students observe their family pet and they'll take some DNA samples, send them to this local company. Company gives back a report on their own dog uh, so that student will be naturally curious. But they'll also learn these jobs are right here in Lincoln while taking their regular biology class. So that's one approach we've seen is kind of getting teachers into these different areas. And uh, we hope to grow that in the future. That was a great example this summer. Kaylee, you expect STEM careers to double over the next decade. 
compared to non-STEM careers. First, examples of STEM careers, and second, what sets apart a STEM-based education from traditional education? I would say STEM education is going to be really interdisciplinary. So it's not just a collection of content or content areas, but kind of this transdisciplinary approach that provides um, authentic context for modern learning. Um, I know James said earlier, you know, it's a lot different than when STEM was started back, you know, in the 1800s or in the past, it was generally primarily for men, um, specifically white men. And so it's it's really cool to get to see um, the skills and knowledge that are also exist within women, people of different genders and sexualities, as well as black, indigenous um, and other people of color. Is STEM more about how students learn or what students learn? It's definitely both. I would say, you know, not only are you learning about science, technology, engineering, and math, you're also learning um, how to collaborate and critically think, um, as well as, you know, problem solving. And along with that comes effective communication. So um, it's really preparing for the real world um, in, in this kind of partnership in a way. James, anybody that hears me for a period of time knows that I am a huge Lincoln Public Schools fan. I want to ask a question about why, and, and is, is this a case STEM I'm referring to? Is it fixing flaws in the educational system in this country, or is it an entirely brand new method? Short answer, yes, it's fixing a flaw. And so nationally, when we look at who's working in the STEM careers, as Kaylee said, these historically underrepresented groups are also disproportionately showing up in STEM jobs. So when they trace that back nationally, we find that schools that have higher percentages of black indigenous people of color offer less advanced math and science classes to their students. Lincoln Public Schools is taking a good look in the mirror this year. We're trying to see, are we better than that? Are we kind of on that national average? And we're going to be working through the STEM ecosystem because it has so many tendrils into government, um, business, and outside of the district to share that load. So it's not just falling on the schools to fix. Maybe it's asking businesses, who are you promoting into these high-level positions? Are they more representative of the diversity of our community? Um, So there is that as probably the biggest call to action. I think another thing to point out It is a federal law. So it's a federal law to have a five-year plan for the country in STEM for global competitiveness and STEM ecosystems in this most recent version of it were named 21 times as one of the key ways our country is going to maintain that prominence um, that we enjoy across the world in STEM. And I think if you trace it back, you might even see like the 1950s uh, national security with the Sputnik scare and all the money they pumped into math and science. I think now it's more of a uh, job competitiveness scare. And so that is part of why we have that global network. But I think that's going to give us the momentum to open doors right here in Lincoln. James, is there a poster community, a community that's out there, maybe even globally, because STEM is global. That is the pattern for others to follow. Yeah, we've talked a lot um, geographically very close to us. Omaha is one of the earliest STEM ecosystems, and that really leaked over to Lincoln. 
Uh, Lincoln Electric Systems was one of our early partners who said, we got to have this in Lincoln. They have around 700 businesses in theirs. They've been around a lot longer. They share a lot with us. Um, we follow New Orleans or STEM NOLA. They have a thriving STEM ecosystem and Calvin Mackey leads that. He, he meets with us. Um, Tulsa Regional STEM Alliance has that model we're looking at with having businesses link together these teacher experiences so they're more equipped to take things back to the classroom. And uh, I think that's, again, I get excited about networking and can see how much we get done through that. Um, and again, that's the power of that global network that mm -hmm. we can take these ideas back to Lincoln. So those are the benefits. I didn't realize that STEM was global until, until I did a little bit of research here and that Lincoln's STEM ecosystem was recently named one of the 15 new ecosystems selected to join this global movement. So this alliance brings what benefits? I would say um, community collaboration. You know, they say it takes a village and it really does. Um, all facets of the community that especially are involved in this, whether you're just a community member who has a passion in this, whether you're working in the schools um, or you're a business person, there, there is a need for you at the table um, in order for us to achieve the things we want to do. We, I think, have to work together um, to make that happen. James, three years is, is pretty new in the creation of something like this. What's, what's the maturation period in your mind? I would say they talk about the fireworks when you first announce something like that. And we definitely had that. We were at Duncan Aviation. We had a meeting with um, the head CEO of Lincoln Electric and our superintendent, Dr. Joel, 80 people. And then they talk about this kind of dip after that launch. We definitely experienced that. It's a completely volunteer effort. Here it is taking our time for all these meetings. It's stressful. So your life is actually worse off than when you thought of this idea and proposed it and, and launched it. But then you get back to where you start to benefit. And I think it took us two years to have Neogen approach us to do the teacher boot camp. They trust us. We built it out. It was successful, very small, and we want to do more. We also had a STEM construction event this summer with, um, see, I'm forgetting all the names, but many construction partners in town where we had middle school youth, about 30 attended over three nights. Um, we walked through a lot of our community partners that run after school programming and tried to get their impression of it. It was well rated, but again, I would say, you know, it took us two years and we took the trust me approach. So we didn't feel like we had to go be at every school science fair and wear ourselves out. We knew we were kind of sticking to our original plan to have these bigger events. And something I need to point out, when you look at those other STEM ecosystems, they might be a programming type ecosystem where they're providing all the after school programmings or they might be a networking type ecosystem where they recognize there's already all these great STEM programs in Lincoln, and we just need to get people under that same roof and get them talking, kind of as Kaylee just said. So I think we're more on the networking side, but we're not pure to that. If you have a program you wanna launch, we're somebody to come talk to, and if it fits with our mission, we'll definitely help you run with that. Do parents involve the students? Do students involve themselves? With school just starting, tell listeners how to get involved. So our website is linksee.org, L-N-K-S-E dot O-R-G. 
And we'd love to have you just go on the website. If you scroll to the bottom, you'll see my email. Send me a note. We're going to work to get our uh, kind of website, I guess, form where you can indicate interest. That's really our best public face right now. But we also are going to bring it to you. So you don't have to seek us out. This spring, we had uh, Riley Elementary was our first site where we ran a STEM day. We use the University of Nebraska engineering ambassadors, and we're trying to build a platform where businesses could bring their program right to Lincoln Elementary schools. And all the principals loved that example. They wanted more of it. And then COVID hit. So we weren't allowed to bring outside partners into schools. But, um, you know, my biggest thing, if we had somebody out there who wants to help with communications in a volunteer way, if, if it's a great way to showcase your talent, I think this is something, a hot area. We would love some capacity in that area. Um, again, if you have an idea for teachers visiting your business so they're more aware of it, then they're bringing that to students. That's something we want to hear about. Um, so it is a little bit more of a high-level effort that, uh, you know, some students will see in the beginning, but hopefully it will continue to grow into all schools. Listeners, if you'd like more information or you missed something in this conversation, go to our podcast tab at KFORnow.com. You'll see the Lincoln Live tab there, and you'll see this conversation available. And just listen to it again and again and again if you want, just to make sure you have all the facts right. Kaylee, thank you very much for agreeing to come on. And James, good to have you here, too, for the conversation. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank Lincoln's you. STEM ecosystem, the subject on Lincoln Live.